Let me see you put them up. Reach the sky, touch the stars up above, cause it's one time for the underdog. One time for the I'm Patrick your host of Itim, and in today's interview, I'm sitting down with Grant Cardone, and let's just say this is an uncensored, unfiltered interview with him where you will probably laugh your tail off, be entertained, and pick up a few hacks that you can apply in your daily life as well as your business. Grant Cardone, Come on. Mr. 10X from Miami. Welcome to Miami. It's good to be here, man. Yeah. This is a pretty pretty good city you're living in here, by thank the way. You, thank you, thank you. It's pretty all right as well that you're not paying taxes. We're in California, so there's a little bit of jealous with your state. You don't have to be there. We don't have to be there. We're but, You know, it's, it's, it's unbelievable that you would drive across country. California would still grab money from you. Why? They're not making your trip better. They're not adding quality to your business. They're not doing anything. Does anybody from the state of California come to you and say, let me show you how to make your business better? But we have great weather. So what? The beaches are I'm going to be there this weekend. And it's 13.5% okay. for that weather. I treat California like a prostitute. Tell us tell us what to I go in there, use it, and get out of town. That's how this gets started. And I've never been with a prostitute. <laughs> I just know buddies that have prostitutes, right? It's like, it's like just use it and leave. So this is right off the bat. Uh, he's, he's teaching some of the single guy's tips. Uh, earlier, you had to be her pickup lines. Maybe we'll come back to that. But Grant, let me yeah, ask you. Yeah, yeah, I, I yeah, want to yeah, start yeah, off with yeah, a very yeah, serious yeah. question. Yeah. I want to start off with a very serious question. Okay. What is your secret to being the Benjamin Button of business, man? Every time I see you, look younger. Every oh, single time. Well, man. How, well, how do you how do you take care of yourself? And, you know, I mean, that's 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 for another show, I think, because people wouldn't even believe what what keeps me young, but. I think they got it a little bit. Huh? A part of it, I think they no, got it. No, well, I mean, you know, I, mean, I, I think I'm in the game, okay? I, I'm in the game. I think when, I, when I'm in my game completely and, like, on purpose and doing what I'm supposed to be doing, I'm most alive and uh, I'm youngest at those moments. Uh, you know, I, mean, I know people that knew me 20 years ago, and they're like, dude, you're actually look younger and act younger than you were 20 years ago. Why do you think that is? Because I'm, I'm in the game. I'm in the game of change and expansion. And expansion means life, really. It means to live. Uh, if you look up the word live uh, or life uh, as a physics term, it means to expand. If you look up expand, it means to grow and change. And when, when I'm in that part of the cycle, then, then I'm rejuvenating something. And I know... If you know older guys are like, oh, I'm not going to check into that. I, yeah, I don't need to do that. They're on the end of their cycle, mm. and they start showing in their face and their life and their kids. And So I'm still in the create. So how cycle. do you go about not subscribing to that mindset? I'm getting older. You know, I'm getting tired. You know, my I back just, hurts, all that. How do you not subscribe to that? Yeah, I just, like, man, I, I just want to be in the game. I mean, I, I've, I've participated in the downward cycle, and I know how it made me feel, and I just want to avoid those feelings. So... Uh, I like feeling good. I like feeling youthful. I like the excitement. I like the fear, you know? That fear is a priceless it, fear. I like the edge. I like finding people saying, man, the way you opened this video was wrong. See, I like that. Like, I need to find that edge to, to experience life. So let me ask this question. Yeah. Then. So let's let's go into this question with yeah. that because that's, that's very important what you just said. So how do you balance? This is probably one of the most difficult things I see. With entrepreneurs, and you don't hear a lot of people talking about this. There's a lot of hey, key to success, all this yeah. stuff. Okay, we got it. How do you balance not giving a crap about all the judgment you're getting yeah, yeah, yeah. and yet still being likable and sincere? 
Because there's some people that don't give a crap, but people don't like them. Right, right. And there are some people that are very sincere, but they're afraid of what other people think. How do you balance the two together? You know, it's it's a it's a trick. It's like kind of like chaos. It's a it's a bit of chaos happening with a little bit of management. And uh, I don't I don't think in terms of managing things much or balance. Mm-hmm. When I think of the word balance, I think of word uh, of managing something, trying to trying to make something a perfect fit. We, we you and I talked about this before about mm-hmm. being perfect. You know, mm-hmm. it's really a kind of a cop out, but. You know, look, the, the way for me to do it is to go wide. I want, I, if I can find 7 billion people, I know for sure I can get half of them to like me. You know, I, I think half the people on planet Earth would like me. Half of them would like you. Okay. And the other half, hey, you know, maybe they're not, never going to have an opinion of me or maybe they're going to like, dislike me. But either way, I'm going to get paid. Whether they like you or not, you're getting paid. Dude, as it long as I keep I'm, expanding, yeah. as long as I keep expanding my base. You know, there, there's some, I could be perfect for everybody in the room. Half the people are still going to be like, you know, he's too cocky. He's too this. He's too that. I spent, I'm 57 years old. I spent 30 years trying to please people. I, I when did up, the shift happen? I ended up with nothing, man. When I finally said, you know what? I'm done, dude. The more energy I spent trying to please people, mm-hmm. make you happy, them happy, mom happy, daddy happy. I still couldn't make everybody happy. I'm like, you know what? I'm done, dude. I'm going to make me happy. I'm going to run my gig. This is my life. You know, I want to create the life I want for me. And if you don't like that life, you probably don't even like your life. Because that's the people that end up criticizing me. So, okay, so now let's go back. That's a great question, though. Yeah, I, I was just curious because, yeah, you yeah. know, a lot of times you see people that are uncomfortable. Like, they feel like they have to please everybody. Yeah. And you don't ever see their full potential. And I'm talking trying to please everybody. Yeah. Sometimes they get, you know, into relations, they try to please everybody. Yeah. Business, they try to please yeah. everybody. You can't do it. Yeah. So, Grant. Who was Grant in high school? That's what I'm really curious he was, about. He was a guy trying to please everybody, man. In high school? Yeah, like the first year of high school, I guess that's the 12th grade, uh, not the 12th grade, 10th grade. 10th grade. First grade. I could have been, I could have been school, uh, uh, they, they nominated me for most successful in high school. Everybody loved me. The girls loved me. The freaking football team loved me. Everybody loved me. Okay. The next year, the next two years, I couldn't be, they could not, I could not win dog catcher. Because once I got comfortable with everybody liking me or whatever part of me they liked, then I started showing my true colors. And then all of a sudden, I didn't fit in anymore. See, I wasn't free to be me as long as there was a popularity contest. You weren't free to be you. As long, as long as it was a popularity no, contest. No, dude, I had to be them to, because I had to be popular yeah. under their guidelines, okay? I had to dress the way they dress, talk the way they talk. I had to do the protocol thing. I was a slave to popularity. And I was like, man, I can't even do this. I'm, a, I'm an identical twin. So I think part of being an identical twin is when you're brought up, everything is a comparison. Who's smarter? Who's taller? Who's bigger? Who's faster? Right. And so I was I, I've been searching for my independence. I, I think probably everybody goes through this, but I was searching for my independence the whole time. As much as I love my brother, I still didn't want to be compared to him forever and or to other people in my field, mm-hmm. you know, today as I as a grown up. So popularity was a trap for me and it don't pay, man. Like most popular people don't get paid. Look at Kanye West. People love him or hate him. Look at his wife. People hate that woman. Nonstop. But we know her. Nonstop. We know her. So so look at, if you're going to be, look at Obama, okay, on the other end of the spectrum. Hate to put all three of those people in the same. But look, uh, you know, 
people hate Obama. He's the president of the United States for eight years, man. The most um, the guy was a community leader. So if you can get people, if you can just be you, and if you have a real message, you know something authentic, and then you can express that, uh, you know I think you're going to at least be happy. When did you realize you were going to go into sales business? Like, when did the transition into sales and business get started? Well, I did. I had to sell. I had to sell to pay through, pay for a high, to, to have some money. I was in a refinery town, a labor town, and, and uh, there was no jobs. So one out of this four. is what refinery town. You're talking about uh, Texas, Louisiana. This Louisiana. Is Louisiana. It's a refinery okay. town. They, they're they're based on oil and gas and refining oil and gas and uh, redneck sit town. You know, very very southern. Uh, I say redneck with a lot of. Uh, admiration by the way and uh uh it was man i've been beat up by so many rednecks too it's unbelievable okay because what, what i would do in high school is i'd go take their girl right you know i'm a ladies man right and i'd go take their girl right and then they boom beat me up the next day i'm like yeah but i hit on that last night <laughs> okay and then boom they hit on me again i'm like dang man this is hard being popular you know it's hard being good looking so I'm working in this refinery town. I didn't like the labor. I hated the hard work. I hated the dirty thing, right? And I, I, I'd hurt myself. I almost cut my foot off at the refinery. And I, I needed money. And my uncle said, hey, get in sales. You can make money in sales. How I hated sales. How old were you? I was uh, 17. 17. Yeah, I was selling clothes. How First long? First job was selling clothes, selling furniture. I sold fish. I sold seafood. Uh, fish. Fish, man. You sold seafood. Dude, I sold redfish. <laughs> I made more money selling redfish. What, what I would do is I was on this um, this um, boat that would we'd go, we'd go out to the refineries about 60 miles offshore, and we would deliver supplies. It was a supply boat. There was three of us on it, and I was a bit of a cook. And one day in, in our free time, I'd, hey, I'm going to fish. So we dropped these lines. These are 200-foot lines. They have probably 75 hooks on them. Put it down and get down to the bottom, and I'd start dropping. Get them out of here! Oh, dude, I'd pull them up. The whole seventy-five fish on one line. Couldn't even pull them. I had to get three people to pull them up. So we put them in the freezer. We end up with, I mean, I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of pounds of fish, and I sell them all the way home. When, uh, two weeks later, we get back on shore, and I'm driving to my apartment that I'm paying three hundred dollars a month for, and I sell all these fish. Well, I make more money selling these fish. And, and, and then I made two weeks of work in hard labor. I'm like, okay, I'm going to learn how to sell. Is, is that what caused you to go from hating sales at first to loving no, it? No, I still hated it? sales because I was sucked at it, dude. I, the reason I sold all those fish and made the money is because the, the freaking ice was melting. So I was forced. I didn't learn the lesson. I was forced because of the urgency to get rid of the fish. So I had to knock on doors because if I didn't freaking sell this fish today, it was going to go bad. So to me, I was looking at money the way. Right? Yeah. I had a deadline. Then, then I didn't start professional sales for another two years, and I was awful at it. Couldn't talk to people, introverted. Professional sales. What was the product? Uh, it was cars. It was automobiles. Yeah. A very hard sale. That's that's in Louisiana. In Louisiana. In Louisiana. Yeah, dude. Very, very difficult. How did I people work hate out? car salesmen. So what happened from there? Well, the first thing that happens is you get dropped into this environment where you're around other car salesmen. This is 25 years ago. So imagine the car business. People don't like going to car dealers today. Imagine 25 years ago. It was even worse. And uh, so I'm with these guys. They're sitting around. They're smoking cigarettes. You know, they're drinking coffee. And they're complaining. This, this is the car salesman in Louisiana. Man, business is bad. Traffic's bad. The product's bad. We don't have the right products. Customers are cheap. It's awful. And I'm stuck in this environment, this cesspool of negativity. 
and I'm trying to learn a new trade. So how do you do that? You know, you, you basically do it for a week. You have a bunch of successes in the first week. And then the next thing you know, you have now submitted to this environment, this cesspool, this old soup of negativity, and it, and it dragged me down with it. And so uh, I did two years of being drugged down into the freaking car sales in car that sales. environment. Dude, I hated it. Hated it. You know hated how many times you hear stories about that in car sales? All the time. The environment of car sales oh. is interesting sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some bad habits you can but, pick up hey, in that environment. But, you know, there's a lot of bad environments, right? No doubt, yeah. I was just in Prague, and a cab driver picks me up, and, and uh, we, we were coming out of the Four Seasons, and the cab driver comes out. I, I get in his car. I'm like, hey, how you doing today? He's like, I'm sad. That's his opening, man. I said, you sad? To man. you? Yeah. You sad? And my wife's with me. She's hot. And, and, and uh, she is, man. And so, so we get in the cab, and the guy's sad. And my wife's like, what are you sad about? She's all empath empathetic, and I want to freaking crack him in the head, right? <laughs> He's in the Czech Republic, man. What you sad about, dude? You got a couple of Americans coming out of the Four Seasons, walking into your car. You're lucky to have a damn job, right? He doesn't know I'm a motivational guy. So, and my wife's like, what are you sad about? I'm sad I have to work. I'm like, you sad you have to work, dude? You're lucky you got a job, man. I said, what would you rather be doing? You want to go home? You want to be with your wife? No, I'm single. No wonder you're single. What are you going to do, man? So this is this is in a country where they don't even know, man, that you can get up and do something spectacular with life. I mean, they've literally given up because the government's been taking care of them. So How do you shift that mindset of entitlement into into knowing that you can rise up and do it on your own? I don't think you. I don't think you shift him. I think he's done. So so let me ask this you. kid's twenty seven years old. He's done. You don't think you can shift? He's a him. dead man. You don't think you can shift him? So you don't think so? Yep. Well, no, not not. I not can't just, shift it. I understand that, yeah. but but you you look at some of the guys that are in an environment. Maybe they've been babied by their mother. Maybe they've been babied by a family member. Maybe they've been yeah. babied in a yeah. family where there's this, money. This, and this guy was basically he was babied by a communist regime mm. that, that shut his whole like for sixty years. They just didn't have a choice, so he quit. He became apathetic. Okay, so the the opposite of the word live is actually. Um, I would look this up last night. Succumb. It means to succumb. He had hit the opposite of live, which is succumb. So, so he has succumbed to the conditions. He can't. If I told him, man, you could actually go out and do something today, I, 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 I'm telling you, he's a dead man. Then why ground. do people buy that? Why is it so easy to sell that concept? Why does it win votes? It, 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 it's constant, man. It's it's a relentless. It's not just a politician selling it that I'll take care of you. But if you turn the TV on, it's one of the reasons we created this studio, mm -hmm. this network. If you turn the, the TV on, you're going to hear bad news, bad news, bad news. That's bad enough. But then the ads that follow the bad news, dude, the ads. Are you sick yet? Do your legs hurt? You can't get an erection? I mean, it's ad after ad after ad about why you have actually felt, felt. It's kind of going back to what we're talking about right now. Why am I so alive? It's because I want to be in the up, upward cycle. Regardless of my age, I want to be in the upward cycle of creation. So how do you how do you prevent from falling towards the entitlement, falling for the handouts? How do you do that? You, you, I think you have, you have how to do you really, prevent it. You have to control your environment and your culture. Like goes back to at that. home and at work. Like if you walk in my office, I don't know if any of my staff came out and said hello to you. You can feel a vibe. Here, Absolutely. Right? Uh, we we have people that have come in. Uh, this we're on the sixth floor here. They come into the bottom of the building. They can feel the pulse 
from here, right? We've had people come up to the sixth floor. Hey, what happens up here anyway, man? They can feel, feel that's a culture. That means I got to get rid of some people that don't have that. We have a lot of turnover here. I'm proud of that. Okay. I'm proud of my turnover. Because I, you see, the guy says, man, I got so many loyal employees. They've been with me so long. You, you bragging or complaining? What, what's the deal here? Okay. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're saying. Oh, yeah, because we keep people. Why? Why do you keep people that are dead, man? My job is to grow the company. So I, I need to control my environment to keep positive people that don't want to be entitled, that do want to pay the price, that are willing to suffer a bit in a different way. Because that kid in the taxi suffering. Going back to trying to please everybody. Well, you can't please he's everybody doing, by keeping keeping everybody. You know what I mean is when you say yeah. you have a high turnover. Yeah, you can't please everybody and keep everybody with you all the time. Dude, they don't fit here. So what do you look for? Let's just say you're sitting there and interviewing somebody. What do you look for? Can you really? I guess this would be the question. I'm hiring salespeople. Yeah, yeah. Can I really in an interview tell you're a stud, or do I only learn? Not in the about state you of California, you can't. Not in Cal- state. California, you can't even ask them anything. You can't ask age, you can't ask sex, you can't ask preferences, you can't ask, are you on drugs? You can't ask, you know, what do you do at night? Let me see your Facebook page. You can't ask anything. So you in California and in Miami, really, I can't actually find out who somebody is. So how do you go about judging? We, we created a TV show to do it. So we created a TV show called uh, Whatever It Takes, The Ultimate Job Interview, mm-hmm. where we set up an interview process and told people this is not a job interview. This is a TV show. Okay. The people that win this. This is not a job interview. This is a TV show. And when it's a TV show, dude, I can ask you everything. I can take your phone. I can grab your phone in the interview and start going through your pictures. Give me your password, man. Part of the interview, bro. And I'm freaking on camera collecting the content. But it's not an interview. It's a not TV show. It's not an interview, show. bro. It's a TV show. Now I can ask you everything, okay? Hey, you- I can ask that question now because it's a TV show, okay? Have you ever done drugs? We were, we were going through a guy's... We had you asked 460 people. 460 people we interviewed in this process. We allowed 90 of them to come through. I grabbed phones of every one of them and started going through it. This guy's got oxycodone. Pictures of oxycodone on his phone. Okay? We go through his bags. Let me see your bag, man. I grab his bag. I pull his stuff out. He's got 16 oxycodone tablets after he lied to me. No, I don't use drugs. And he's got them in his freaking bag. In a little cellophane. What do I know right now? He's not my guy. You ask these questions. Yeah, it's a TV show, man. So I know now. I know now. Okay. Then we cut him. Okay. I end up with seven or eight guys that I want to start freaking running through the program. Hey, do you have whatever it takes? That's what I want to know. Do you have whatever it takes? Because if you're going to be successful, it's not the education. It's not your upbringing. You know, you and I have completely different stories about where we Mm -hmm. came from. Do, Do you have whatever it takes? When it's tough, when it's hard, when it's scary, will you do whatever it takes to take care of your wife, your kids, ethically, to take care of yourself? You know, guys, 60 pounds overweight. Dude, why are you overweight, man? I can ask that in an interview now. You know, I can go down and look at their car and find out they can't even take care of their car. Look, you can't take care of your car. How are you going to take care of your job? You are that meticulous in your hiring process. No, but I'm looking at a lot of people. Got it. So you're going so, and I'm willing to invest the money. Do you to see do a the trend? Show. Do you see a trend on uh, quality and talent? Like, is there a trend where you say, I "Look for boom, boom"? The trend boom. has been like this for 200 years, man. You know, your 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 grandparents and my grandparents knew about work. They didn't bitch about it. Sun came up, they started working. Sun went down, they might have stopped. 
That's what they, they might have stopped. They might have stopped. Might have stopped. Okay. The only reason they stopped is because the candles went out. But freaking, they didn't have any wax for light. So what's changed if, you, if it's going down? Look, 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 man. Look at media, man. Hey, hey. You see, look at the media, man. The media is like 800 TV channels come at you. You don't have to do anything. I mean, you can't even get up to get a remote anymore. You get pissed off if you got to freaking find your remote today. Damn, a damn remote, man, a remote. The batteries, are, can't even get up and get turn on your own TV. The computers, everything is delivered to us. You know, I got apps to order. Nothing, man. People don't go anywhere. You, you, you don't remember your phone number. You don't remember your map, okay? My wife, my wife will not, she does not know where we're at. I'm like, baby, don't look at the freaking map in the phone, man. You got to learn where the exit is so you can know where we are. Right. Otherwise, the awareness just keeps going down. Is that a, is that a if it's a bad thing? How so do how you, do you get to 10x? Though? But how do you fight against that? How do you fight it? if the work ethic is going down? So I'm nine to five. Nine to five was a thing that came out with Ford Motor Company and yeah, working nine, nine to five. five so who, nine to five. I saw that nine to five movie. You talking about 9 to 5? Not the 9 to 5 movie. And I'm not talking I about thought 95 Barton. meant 95 hours. 95 hours. That's what I thought 9 to 5 was. People are like, I don't do 9 to 5. I'm like, well, you do 100? I do 95 hours every week. I can't spend the money I've made in my lifetime, okay, and kept. I still spend. If you gave me $5 billion tomorrow, five big ones, I would be here tomorrow on time doing my deal. Because it's the create, man. It's to create. So like you guys are watching, looking at Facebook. I want to bang Facebook. I want to create on Facebook. I don't want to have, I don't want to be a spectator. I mean, part of the 10X was like, get off, get out of the stands and back on the field. Be on the field, man. That's where the game, that's where you get hit. That's where you get to hit, right? That's where you get to win. You get to score. The cameras, the paparazzi looks at you. You want that. I want that in my life. You know, that's, my life is not in the stands. So talk about the book 10X. Obviously, uh, you know, the way you and I got connected is one of our guys in our company, he swears by the book 10X. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells everybody, everyone's got to read this book 10X. The book's magical, man. So we got connected. Talk about 10X. I I, I didn't even want to write the book, okay? I'm going to tell you, right? Of all of the first four books that I've written, this is the one when I was done. I was like, yeah, whatever. Swear to God, okay? First book I wrote took three hours to write. This book took, I don't know, maybe three months, 90 days or something. And it, it, I just didn't like, I, I wasn't feeling it big time, right? And I got done, I'm like, eh, it's all right. Did this book, every day I hear people. I mean, man, that book woke me up. That book changed my life. That book has caused me to go from making 3,000 bucks a, a, a month to making 60,000 bucks in, in the same month. Not even doing anything different. The money was always there. A guy told me last night, the money was there the whole time. I just couldn't see it because like my eyelids were like, I was squinting at life. And this thing just like opened my eyes up to say, wow, how much could I do? And the 10X rule is basically about, look, you need to make goals that are giant. Not like your mom and dad said. Your mom and dad said, you know. Tone it down. Tone it down. You know, have some reasonable. How many of you heard that? Reasonable goals. Something attainable. And that what happens is when the goal is attainable, it's no longer exciting. Because if you can go get it easily, you're going to take it for granted. If you can go get it easily, you're going to take it for granted. Yeah. Okay. So, so I wake up this morning, there's no milk in my refrigerator. I don't drink milk, but I like milk to make froth for my cappuccino. And I like the froth really <laughs> thick, so it takes a lot of milk, right? And, I, and I'm now pissed off, man. There's no freaking milk. It's not that there's no milk, dude. I want the milk now, and I want it now more than ever because it's not in there. So if it's attainable, if a million dollars was attainable to everybody, it wouldn't be worth anything. 
And by the way, it is attainable to everybody. So I believe that the bigger the giant, the more unattainable the goal is, okay, uh, the, the least likely, if it's real for you, the least likely you are to give up on that goal. I think a lot of the reasons why you see people going down is because the goals are so low. Why would I be excited? Who could possibly be excited about making enough money to pay their bills? So one of the things I like about you, Grant, is... Uh, is I like uh, you too, man. Yeah, one of the things... That, yeah, when we had the interview, I mean, mm-hmm. we I really enjoyed the time with you a couple months ago. Yeah. But one of the things I really like about you, and the reason why some people tell me, hey, who should I follow on YouTube or uh, 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 Facebook or Twitter and all that stuff? So I said, you got to follow Grant. And I'll tell you my number one reason yeah. why I tell yeah. everybody to follow you. I got a top 20, uh, 25 Twitter accounts to follow my website, patrickbaydavid.com, and I tell them to follow you as, as one of them. Because I love people who are currently building. Yeah, yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? I'm currently engaged in building. Not talking about hey what they did. What they so yeah, yeah, how yeah. do you as somebody that's watching this, we, we got a lot of YouTube experts, you know this. Yeah. I'm not talking about the podcasters. Podcasters, they're the guys interviewing. They don't need to be the expert. Right, right, right. They're right. hiring the expert, like a John Dumas. He's not the expert. Right, right, right. He's, he's doing he's the interview. He's done a great job. He's done a great yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, I respect yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. But you got some of these guys yeah. that they've just read books. Yeah. They've never built anything. And they get on YouTube and they say you have to do this and you have to do that. Yeah. And how does one tell the two apart to say these are the real deal yeah, guys? Dude, look, to you need to see their bank their account, bro. You need to see their bank account. You need to see their freaking where they live, what they're driving, okay? You need to see their employees. You guys are grabbing all these people as gurus and mentors. You need to look a little deeper. Who is this guy for real? Because, look, there's no regulation on me saying I'm an expert. I could be an expert on everything. Okay, In fact, I am. Okay, just... Put me on Fox. Pick up lines. That's I'm an expert, expert on You name it, oh, baby. Yeah. You name it. I'm, a, I'm an expert on the freaking uh, upcoming election. Okay? Now, the fact is you need to look a little deeper after the guy says he's a YouTube or social media expert, and then you look and find out he's only got 2,000 people on a Facebook page. So he might be an expert of getting money from you about something you don't know about social media, but he hadn't built his own freaking – and this kills me, man. I see – I know professional speakers that have been out touring the world for 25 years. They've never built anything. There's no company, man. They have two employees for 25 years. All they've been doing is getting fees. You look around here, i got 55 employees in this one freaking building right here, dude. So I'm I'm figuring out how to build a business, a real business, and then multiply those businesses so I can create more opportunities for people. But but I like what you're asking. How How do you know? You need to look deeper. And the reason I say you need to look at, hey, what's what's their money like? What's their house like? What's their car like? I mean, what's the rest of it? I'm talking about material things because material things, when you start accumulating success, it's going to show up in some material things. There's no way, you know, that it's not going to show up somewhere. So you need to look at the, 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 the flow over should be happening. Tony Robbins created an unbelievable business. What I know about Tony is this. He has created a business. Okay, that that creates a lot of funds. I like that. That's and he was in sales. He did a little bit of yeah. that with the sales, general, some of that stuff that he did. So he brought some of that experience. With unbelievable him. marketing guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm not the firewalker guy. I'm not looking to walk on fire. But unbelievable marketing guy. By far. Now, if I want to, I, I would I would watch Tony for marketing mm-hmm. more than I would for motivation personally. See, that's the way I would rob from him. You know, John Dumas. I would I would rob. I don't want John's money. I want my money. 
But I would rob from John and say, it was brilliant how he collaborates with mm-hmm. so many people, and it brings it, it brings him up, you know, through the collaboration. So, so here's here's another question with that. Here's another question with that. So you got you got guys like uh, uh, Susie Orman and, and yeah. Dave Ramsey yeah, and all yeah, these yeah, experts yeah, yeah, online yeah, yeah, that yeah, are going yeah. around telling everybody yeah. you ought to do this and you yeah. ought to do that and you ought to do this, and they're not really building anything. They're just putting fear into everybody. Yeah, yeah. What, and, what and, and both, these guys, they, both, both these guys have made a lot of money, okay? Pro, brilliant marketers. Brilliant. I mean, Dave Ramsey's got a freaking awesome... I mean, he's made a ton of money. I don't want to trade my network with Dave Ramsey. I'll just tell you that, okay? I just know for sure. Now, now let me say this, okay? Let me say this. What they plugged into, what they both plugged into was the fear in America, mm-hmm. okay? Susie says, don't spend your money. Spending is never your problem. Debt is not your problem. And Dave plays the other thing. She's don't spend it, and Dave's like, don't borrow it. Okay, both of them are wrong. Because what you need to know is you need to know how to create it. Spending's not a problem, and debt's not a problem. They make a money off, off of fear, and, and the networks are built on fears, you know. But of you know? course. What's the chick's name? The uh, the blonde, the crazy wacko chick on the HLN number. She's on HLN, uh, not CNN, but the sister. She does all the the, the crime stuff. You got to know this crazy. She's a whack whack man. Nancy, Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. The total fear monger, right? Okay. Look at the chick on Fox. The judge. Uh, what's her name? Judge Judy or whatever. What, dude, it's all about fear, yeah. man. And and so, like, th- those are points of contraction. They're, they're about don't borrow, don't spend, okay? Uh, don't go outside your house. Don't talk to strangers. Everything is a contraction point. I want to expand and grow. I don't want to contract. You know, I want to expand. I don't want to save my money to get rich and end up being an old man. Mm-hmm. You and I were brought up like that. Mm-hmm. Save your money, save your money, save your money. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then you just get old. I mean, you, you probably know some some people in your lineage that that they saved every penny they had, dude. When they died, they're like, everybody's like, oh, you had all that money? Wouldn't spend a penny of it. Why are you saving all this, man? Because you're worried about the ability to create new income. Okay. Um, great answer, by the way. Grant, um, you interview a lot of people. Yeah. Okay? So when you interview a lot of people who don't know you, maybe they haven't followed you, and you yeah. interview people, people always look at the person being interviewed as yeah. more powerful than the person interviewing. Uh-huh. What most people don't know is your net worth is a you're a hundred million dollar guy. You're not a five hundred thousand dollar guy. You're not a million dollar guy. You got a yeah, hundred yeah. million dollar net worth. I mean, well, go, Google Google doesn't have it quite right, but it, it may even be more than that. But I was with Kiyosaki this past Tuesday uh-huh. at his uh, in Arizona at Rich Dad headquarters. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love, I love, I love him. Great love stuff him. he teaches. Yeah, he said one of the most interesting things about this, and I'm curious what you think about this. He said one of the most interesting things about it. He said, when the government prints money, mm-hmm. and they printed roughly $3 trillion in the last few years, when the government prints money, it affects the middle-income, low-income guy, yeah. but the guy who's got money and credit, he gets rich because yeah. he goes out there and borrows money. Yeah. If you could say a philosophy, because there's two things. One is making a lot of money. There's a lot of guys that make a lot of money, but they don't have investments. Yeah. And there's guys that have investments, but don't make a lot of money. How do you balance the two where you're making a lot of money, but you're also increasing this on the back end? Because this is a part you got to pay attention to. Yeah. What would you say about that? I, what, I, what I do is I bucket money. So I have, I have my wealth, you know, that, that, that I have my wealth. And what I do, I play this little trick with myself. I've done it for 25 years. I take all my income. My income comes in and I, and, and I push. I'm broke all the time. 
I break myself here and push everything. I don't diversify investments. I think diversification is for Okay. Sorry, ladies. I respect that and everything, but I think it's for little babies, little baby money. Okay. I take all the freaking free money I got and I push it into this one deal. So I know they say so you go with the Andrew Carnegie philosophy. Dude, I just put I, all I, your eggs in one basket. Just make sure they don't fall. I, I make sure that basket is freaking solid, got like it. the ark, the Noah's ark. Okay. And so what happens over here is I'm broke now. So I got to create new money to pay my bills. I got to create new money all the time. Like, dude, you'll see, you'll see me. I, I will get as excited about seeing this $25 day, day timer is doing a $25 million apartment deal. Cause this is my survivability this month. Mm. And allows me to create brilliant wealth for next. Brilliant. So I'm broke all the time. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. So it's constantly still selling your bread and butter and not becoming too big. Because that this is this is another thing that that impresses me. But Grant, I really like the fact that as much money, the cars, all the stuff that you got. And people yeah, know, yeah. You know, when you see some of the videos that you do, you're still pretty cool cat. Humble. Yeah, I think you're I, cocky, but you're you're, yeah, you're still yeah. a cool cat. You still how how do you stay humble? I mean, you can. Some of these I, guys I, come I, and they they talk to you and they ask you some questions and you're thinking to yourself, you don't even have two hundred grand right, to your right, name. Right, and right. How do you stay humble? I, I don't know. I don't know if I am humble. I mean, I, I don't consider myself a humble person, but but I don't think I, I, I don't would, think anybody would say I'm humble. I, I okay? would, or, I, nor would they say I'm nice. People would just not say I'm a nice. I guy. wouldn't call you arrogant. I think some people would say, hey, dude, the guy's too cocky, too arrogant. Probably I mean, they haven't. They haven't. What, what do you guys think on Periscope? Am I cocky and arrogant? But I, I don't mean to be. I'm just alive. I think I'm being mislabeled by people because because I'm just telling you the truth. I mean, the one Well, thing, then let me rephrase yeah, it. Yeah, if not yeah. humble, likable. Well, thank you, man. Well, if you're like so likable, if but you're likable. I think to some people, see, I don't care because I know this. If somebody doesn't like me, it's saying more about them than it is about me. You know, if somebody doesn't like you, it's more I, about them. I, I, I drive in my Rolls this morning. I'm okay. driving over here, you know, and then somebody looks over. I know there's somebody's not gonna like me driving a Rolls. It's just you can't like that shit, man. <laughs> right? I know that, but that's saying more about them than it's saying about me. Mm -hmm. Okay? Uh, you're not. You when when people hate on me, my wife it kills my wife. She's like, oh my god, I hate they say that about you, baby. It ain't saying anything about me. They're saying about themselves. That's not about me or us. It's about them. Oh, you're so humble, Grant. Well, that's saying more about what you think about humility because I don't think I'm humble at all. I don't even think about humility. I, I, I don't. It doesn't even register to be humble as a way to live life because for me, that would require me to be something else. You know? That would require you to be something else. That's not part of your DNA. Is that what you're saying? I, I, don't, or? Know, I don't know about my DNA because I'm not a No, meaning it's not, it's not part I, of your I don't work. think about that. I think about being me. That's my point. And, and, you know, the meek shall inherit the earth. I think, I think people misunderstand a lot of this stuff, man. They take one line out of a big book that's this thick. The meek will inherit the earth. That's one line, man. Okay? There's also a whole bunch of shit in there about work, you know? And about if you don't work, it's evil. So, like, you gotta, you gotta decide. What, you can't take one piece. And, and if the meek are gonna inherit this planet, I guarantee it's going to be a garbage dump by the time they get to it. Okay? It'll, it'll be leftovers if the meat get it. Okay? It's like your parents told you, be patient, be patient, right? Be patient, patient. You be patient, you get crumbs. Yeah. Okay? Because guys that are in a hurry are picking up the good shit, and you're getting left with the leftovers. Is it important to become a millionaire and become wealthy? I, 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 think, I think everybody should 
first of all, everybody's going to have a million bucks. If you make 50 grand a year and you do that for 20 years, you made a million dollars. So a million dollars isn't a target. Target. Now, you need, now, you need to get rich money. and you need to get wealthy. Okay? And rich is an Why insult is to wealthy. Why is that? Remember that one. Okay. Uh, He's, he's saying you're at 33 minutes and 19 seconds. What Got does it, it matter, dude? People don't care. Spectators don't care. People that watch shit don't care. When they're being entertained, they don't care about time. What is wrong with you, What's Mario? What's wrong with you, Mario? No <laughs> wonder you're single, what? man. Is he what? the single guy? Okay. No, he's actually married. He's got two okay. kids. No, no wonder, the the no single guy's over here. Guy. This is the guy that's single. Yeah. Why don't we transition into that? Let's no, no, let's up. handle this last question. And, and then, Paul, like we're going to come back to you. So, Brittany, you're also going to be okay. Rich is important, but let me tell you what's really important. Wealth is more important than rich. Wealth wealth is where you want to be. Rich is an insult to wealthy. Elaborate. Rich is just, you make a lot of money. That's not wealth. That does Front not end, entitle you to wealth. End. Huh? Front end, back end. Yeah. Got it. Okay. You, you're rich. Got it. You got a big house. You got a big car. You People say that you're rich. Wealth is affluence. It's affluence in every area. It's not about being rich. When I when I hear a guy say, I'm rich, that's good. That means you got money. When I hear a guy say, I'm wealthy, I'm like, oh, bro, you got it all. What category is wealthy? You got it all. Health, family, got it. kids, wife. You don't dude, put it on money. I should it's be winning. A- if Donald Trump, I don't think Donald Trump's a wealthy guy. Okay. I just don't think he is. I, I don't think Donald's a happy guy. It just doesn't look happy to me. He's running, make, he's running to be a president one day. He ain't running to be president one day. He's running to market him. So he's a marketer. He's running to market him. I might run too. <laughs> is that, are you, is this your I'm not announcing it. Are you, are you announcing it right now? I'm great. Cardone announcing my but presidency. I guarantee if I run, it'll just I'm, be a marketing campaign. Okay. <laughs> I might even market. Quit being a <laughs> That'll probably do very good in Las Vegas. That'll probably do good in a few markets. Okay, so 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 uh, uh, going back and um, talking about this whole money thing and rich and wealthy thing. Yeah. Let's let's talk the income part, and we'll wrap it okay. up with a, fun, okay. a few uh, fun okay. things here. Okay. Income. Yeah. Um, how important is it to make seven figures today? We talk front end. This is the rich part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how important is it to make seven figures today? Because you hear a lot of time where people say, well, I need to go into this, I need to go into that, I need to do this, I need to do what that guy is doing, and I can't make it if I work for this guy, I can't make it if I work for that guy. How important is it today for someone saying, I need to go make a decision to make seven figures? Well, I think I think the answer to that question would be, like, if you're making 40 grand, you don't, you know, you need to have that million dollar figure out there, but but the first thing you got to do is you got to go from 40 to 60. You know, that's what I did. I went from 40 to 60. And I'm like, okay, man, can I, can I, can I add another 10? Then I say, okay, I'm a good, it's 70 grand. I made 70 grand. Okay, can I get to 100? Today, the real target you need to be at, I mean, just to start getting where you're like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm getting my head above water is, is about a buck and a water. You need 125,000 bucks. To be above water. Just like, like. Just breathing room. Dude, like, like, wait, wait a minute. I'm actually working that one day right. I could have a little money left over. Right. This is the problem with Susie Armand's um, save money. Look, if you make four grand a month, okay, and you try to save part of that four grand, you can only save so much. We know for sure you can only save up to 4,000 of it. That's if you're not paying any taxes. It, it's easier to make another four mm. than to save four. Okay, it's impossible actually to, to make four and save the whole four. It's impossible. You can't feed. You you wouldn't be able to eat, right? So it's impossible. If, if people are trying to do the impossible right now, they're trying to save what they make, dude. It's easier just to make another four grand. There's no shortage of money. There's no shortage of money on this planet. There's plenty of money. You said it. Four trillion dollars has been freaking manufactured. They'll they're gonna make. 
Every dollar on this planet has been manufactured. Not four trillion. I don't know why everybody's all excited about it. Like every freaking penny ever produced on this planet was manufactured by somebody. So you got to first decide there's no shortage. You know, clear up your thinking about what your daddy thinks a lot of money is. And, and get rid of the thinking that you make enough. You don't. Nobody does. And then start thinking, okay, my first target should be 125. That gets you in the top 5% of all the earners on planet Earth. Okay? If you earn 125 grand a year, that's 10,000 bucks a month. Top 5% planet Earth. Planet Earth, bro. You're on, you're, you're on top. You're, you're, you're at the party now. At least you're, you've been invited to the party of prosperity on planet Earth. I'm not talking about money, man. I'm talking about taking care of your kids. Where you want to send them to school? You're going to have to buy a car. You probably need a house at some point. You need clothes. You got to have food. You're going to have an emergency. Mm-hmm. You need some freaking dough. Yeah. I'm not talking about money, right? So now, if you want to get in the big leagues, now now you got to start thinking about these other numbers: two fifty, four hundred, a million, a million a month. That's when it gets exciting. See, these yeah. start sounding like shit. <laughs> I, I get a little sloppy, man. <laughs> Okay, so we've had a good time here. Let me just Dude, I always uh, have a good time with you. Top okay? three books. Top three books of all time. Top three books of all time. Man, there's I've read so many books. I mean, I don't even Whatever know comes that. to mind. Even if one of the first ones that you Crush read. it. Crush it. I love uh, Gary Vaynerchuk's yeah. uh, Crush It. Um, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, definitely. Uh, greatest salesman in the world. Definitely. Oh, man, you, know. Um, you know. You still read a lot? Yeah. Try to clip a book a week. What's the last one you read? Uh, what's the name of this book I'm reading right now? Damn, I just forgot it. It's about management. Have you read Snowball by Warren Buffett? No, no. Uh-huh. It's a very good book. Yeah. I, I just finished okay. it this week. Okay. So for now, I recommend it. Okay, very cool. Uh, look, for our single guys up here, okay, I got two single questions for yeah. you. Our buddy Paul, yeah. we, we took him Paul. to, where did we go to a couple nights ago? We We're went to, to Mango's. Okay. He can't get enough of it. Dude, He's always got to strip joints you got to quit the porn. Okay. You know why porn? The porn industry was created. Paul, because people people lower their expectations, dude. Okay, this is why the porn industry was created. Paul says, "Man, I want that hot chick over there." Okay, and he sees her and he goes up to her and she's like, "Nah, pass." And then what happens? He's like, "Okay, I'll go to this chick." That 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 wasn't your on your menu, man. You know, if I if I go to a restaurant and I said, "Hey, I want the freaking uh, I want the stone crabs," and they're like, "Oh, it's out of season." Somebody's got to have stone crabs in Miami right now, man. Who's got them, okay? I don't want to drop down to shrimp. And that's what Paul did, okay? He dropped down. He dropped, and he dropped again, he dropped again. Next thing you know, he's at home by himself, freaking master. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, let's keep it real. Dude, if, you don't, if, you don't, if you don't have friends that'll tell you the truth, what you got, bro? You did, Kiyosaki this is a very good you. friend. No, Kiyosaki was direct as well. We had a good time with him, too. Uh-huh. So give him give him one one pickup line. Give him a good pickup line, Paul. One pickup line for you from the master closer here. Uh, dude. Well, I, I the thing I would tell you is just don't drop your standards, bro. Go des- decide what you want, P. Okay, decide what you really want, right? And 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 get it, man. I mean, Jay Z says he's got a great line in in uh in one of his songs. He says, "Look, I want I want a wife." You know. That, that was his game, baby. You know, there's a guy that knows how to create the life he wants, okay? Like, like I wanted a wife. I had it written down. I want a wife that every man, everybody that I have wants to f- but they know she, they can't because she's ethical. I got that wife, okay? My buddies love her, man. She's fun to be with. So you guys got to decide what you want, man. How much money you want? What kind of spouse you want, you know? How exciting is it being on? It's never, you, never a dull moment. Just now, <laughs> I'm just 
now. I'm like, yeah, come in here. The point is to quit settling, okay? The fact that I curse and talk like this. If somebody, if somebody, if somebody, uh, you know, like you, you, you're like, oh, that was wrong. You said that. You're saying more about you than you're saying about me, okay? I also say ain't. Look. Right, and I say ain't ain't a word. And yeah, I don't and I say, and, and then I say I'm the only one here that gets paid to speak. Shuts me down, dude. This chick wouldn't go out with me for 13 months, Paul. 13 months, okay. Now, when she said no to me, bro, all I did was call her back again. I didn't, I didn't go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just keeping it real, Pete. <laughs> now let's turn it around. Let's yeah, let's flip yeah. it around. So I got a friend back there, Brittany. She knows she's in trouble right now because yeah. she says she's in Miami. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah. good looking girl, yeah. entrepreneur. Yeah, she's yeah. In that, tough, tough she, She's tough in town. that number, by the way, the one twenty five number. She's in that number. Yeah. That's where she yeah. works hard. Does great things on financial yeah. services. Yeah. How does she find a stud like you? Look, man, I'd be a gold digger if I were you. <laughs> I don't know what the whole big deal is. People are like people. Somebody asked Elena the other night, "Are you a gold digger?" Like, well, what you digging for, dude? If you, what, what's wrong with that? Why has that become a bad thing? I've been, I'm digging for gold every freaking day of my life. Why wouldn't you go dig for gold? If I was going out with a guy, Brittany, I'd say, hey, let me see your financials, buddy. Okay, I ain't going out with a guy that's broke. I'm not going out with a guy that can't freaking bank money, can't pay his credit cards. How's he going to take care of your kids if he can't freaking bank? So I would change the places you go. I'd start going to the country clubs, the charity events, dude. I'd be freaking digging gold. There's nothing wrong with a woman. Because look, landing a guy that's rich that's is one thing. That's a great tip, by the way. Landing a guy that's rich is one thing. Okay? Staying with him and creating the life he wants, that's a different deal. I mean, I'm not saying you would dig for gold, just go for the money and not find somebody you love. You want the whole deal. That's wealthy. You want the whole package. But why would I go freaking just take leftovers? Guy doesn't have his freaking bank together? Come on, man. How are you going to take care of me? I like that. So, Paul, tip for Paul: avoid pornography. Tip for Brittany: This no, you're saying what, what most people won't talk about. That's what you're saying. It is. What you're it saying is. what on, most man. people won't talk you about. You don't need to be perfect. You need to be living life, man. You need to be living life, and living life means you're expanding, like it's an expansion. Okay, you just you're not just going to work. I know most people go to work every day. They're not living, man. They have succumbed to a schedule and to life. Rather than the create, you want to be in the creative part. If you want your marriage to work, you got to stay in the creative part. Happiness is stem from creating. Totally, right? man. I get happy when I'm creating. Is that not an aligned message with the entire tour? Happiness we talk about is from creating, being part of a community, and having a sense of ownership. Yeah, and that's something that being an entrepreneur does for you. That's right. When you do that, anyways. Hey, uh, uh, it, it's been it's been a blast. Yeah. If yeah, you yeah. don't follow Grant, here's what I suggest. Buy his book. We have the link on the bottom. Hey, Matter if, you fact, don't like to, if you don't like to read, dude, get the MP3. The MP3 is like double the size of the book. I read it, and I start ripping on a chapter that takes like maybe 15 minutes to read, and that chapter becomes 45 minutes. The, the freaking audio download is unbelievable. The audio download. Yeah. Uh, uh, follow him on Twitter, YouTube, subscribe to his channel. Grant, can you talk about a little bit uh, about Grant Cardone TV? Grant Cardone TV, the project guy's working on, because he was yeah, telling me yeah, about it in the yeah, back dude, end. I want, I want to control my freaking destiny. You know, I want to control my destiny. I want to collaborate with other entrepreneurs, people that think like you, to create a network that delivers content that is productive and conducive to expansion. And when you go to a break, you don't have to hear about uh, some depression that you should be experiencing because you live on planet Earth. I mean, there's gravity, man. Gravity's gone from gravity to damn, everybody's got a freaking disease now. And I just don't buy it. 
So the biggest funders for mass TV today is Big Pharma. Big Pharma spends billions of dollars to sell trillions of dollars worth of products. The way they sell that product is they know they have to create a problem for you. So you have, you, they would say, yeah, you got, you got, you probably got some bipolar shit going on. Me, I got some attention deficit disorder, okay? You know? We both have issues, you know that, according right. to the, Who the doesn't have that? Read that book, man. They've even given up on their own book. Everybody's got a disorder, right? So 10 million kids this year are going to be freaking labeled some disease and put on a drug. I mean, it's horrendous, man. It's horrendous. So I want a network where we control content, push to people that's positive. You rise above the noise. You teach people how to do whatever it takes. It's an entrepreneurial channel, and, and that doesn't exist in the world today, believe it or not. Because if you go Google how to start a business, dude, I, just try this exercise. Google how to start a business. You'll be more confused in 30 minutes than you've ever been confused in your whole life. The world needs more people like you, bro. And you, bro. Come on. My man. Come on. Hey, Grant Cardone, follow his material. Go on Grant. CardoneTV.com. Am I saying it right? Yeah, CardoneTV.com. Right. Yeah. Lots of great content there. Been a blast hanging out with them. Uh, for those of uh, uh, single guys out there and single girls out there, the dating advice Remember, that was given. Remember, the best Sherry. advice is this: Don't approach the chick. Approach the guys around. Hey, man, I like your slacks, I like your jacket, dude. You looking good, man? And then you turn away and every time they'll go for it. What about and she me? She says, and then you say, "Let's take a shower." <laughs> Is that the line you used on you, by the way? No. That obviously, 13 months and didn't work, but you followed up. Yeah, no. That's a closer. Hey, Look, if your clothes doesn't work, just follow up. There's been so much wisdom today with this interview. Grant, looking forward to the next time. Okay, it's been a blast. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And by the way, if you haven't already subscribed to Valuetainment on iTunes, please do so. Give us a five-star. Write a review if you haven't already. And if you have any questions for me that you may have, you can always find me on Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook, or YouTube. Just search my name, Patrick Bidavid. And I actually do respond back when you snap me or send me a message on Instagram. With that being said, have a great day today. Take care, everybody. Bye-bye.